1: All right, guys. How you guys doing? Welcome over here. in This episode of sponsored by Black Forest Supplements. Today, we're gonna to be ripping through. Uh, we got Ukraine on the list. We got Israel on the list. We've got. I actually, I don't even know what else we have on the list. But twice. Oh, we Houthis. have some. Chi- we have Houthis. We have some Chinese we got China, we got stuff. China, we got so Ukraine, we're gonna start mixing it up US even more. Right? It's got just everything. Ripping it. We're gonna rip it through it. We're gonna we're gonna get after. We got West Bank. Yeah, West Bank is definitely part of Israel. It's
2: just so. shouting without the mic in my
1: face. That's not good at all. <laughs> Oh, he was. He was actually legitimately just yelling and there was nothing actually going on there. Oh, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm out of it today, man. I'm I'm coming back though. Coming back.
1: I need you. To, I need you to come back. I'm, I'm excited here, about this. So, we got um we got, there's, there's actually a really interesting video I found, but it's pretty good. You guys can see the buildup that China has had in certain type of areas. Oh yeah, that's a cool video. It's pretty neat. Where, where, are, we, where are we starting off on the hemisphere?
2: So we're going to start off inside Israel and the West Bank. Then we're going to move over to the Houthis. Then we're going to move down to Ukraine. Then we're going to transfer over to China because they're doing nefarious shit like they always do.
1: Shocker. Yep. I, 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 uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start here then. What we got going
2: yeah, on? Yeah. So yesterday inside the West Bank, two kids uh, got shot by Israeli forces. So, over the last, what, 48 plus hours, I mean, they stopped operation early this morning, like US time. Yeah. But they actually did a massive raid on Janine, sending in over 1,000 troops, a couple hundred tactical vehicles, all sorts of stuff, um, raiding and killing terrorists over there. Well, as all that was going on, CCTV actually captured uh, two kids being shot. So, I took the video and edited it down so we don't have that going on. But the internet is exploding over these two kids, saying that they finally have proof. That Israel is just wiping kids out, committing genocide. So I pulled this video up. You haven't seen this yet, have you?
1: I haven't seen any video that you're about to show me. I I like to watch this stuff live now instead of like researching. Right. So, but we're not going to see anything. I have my take on
2: this. No, we're not. I edited out the part where they get domed, but I edited that out. I want you to watch this video. I I put it on loop for a a little over a minute, so you can keep watching what's happening. Now, understand the context of this video is that gunfights have been taking like sustained gunfights have been taking place for you know a long time in this area prior to this video going down. There's no audio, so you don't get to hear what's actually happening on the street in and around them, right? But okay. gunfights have been taking place. The IDF put out a warning saying that, hey, this is a like, basically a war zone. Stay, stay the hell inside, right?
1: Ah, right, let's go ahead and uh, blow it up then.
2: So this video cuts off right before these kids get shot, just okay. FYI. Now, this kid right down here in the bottom of the screen is one of the ones that gets hit. And same thing with this one right up here. I should probably state that because, uh, yeah, it's important. Now, with your experience, why do you suppose the IDF targeted that particular individual? Well,
1: you know, me, truthfully, the way his posture coming out in the middle of the street like that, to be truthful, it looks like he's like prepping something, but I might be an idiot. I saw... Is he prepping something here, or is it's, it a pistol?
2: It's possible. So it's really
1: hard for me to. So it looks like prepping.
2: So some of the reports. I'll let it play one more time. So some of the reports that came out of there was that you know people were lighting explosive devices. We've seen them light Molotovs and chuck them at them. That's and what that. Things. I
1: mean, it looks like he's prepping. But that's something.
2: really small, though, for a Molotov.
1: No, it doesn't have to be Molotov. That could be.
2: A tiny handheld explosive device, Some something of, of, anything, of
1: that in nature. Anything like a small grenade? I mean, I don't have any right, no idea. this is
2: this is what the internet's exploding about. I have a different theory on what's going on here. But, yeah. Would you agree that he's up to some nefarious activity over there? Or,
1: you know what I also think could also be a thing? Uh, radio comms, where he's actually relaying information back to... Right. I mean, that's what I think could be a possibility, because we've been in these kind of situations before where they will give kids handheld radios, because they don't think that you're going to target them. But or cell phones. Or cell phones, you know what I mean? And they're actually pinging the guys, like, all right, cool, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And, and they use them. kids as spotters. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... A, a
2: military term for a spotter is a... Ford observer. It's
3: Ford observer,
1: but I I just don't think I don't know a lot of. I mean, looking at it, you. I play it again. I mean, out I, of context, yeah. right? Without without, without any context, context what's going bring on? It up. Yeah, but we're gonna,
2: we're gonna put this in context real quick.
1: Is is that what you're getting out of this? Or, or no? No,
2: I 100 percent with you that he's up to some sort of. See, he look, he's like, he's
1: looking down at it. Like, oh yeah,
2: very very intent. He looks around the corner, identifies. He keeps looking around that corner. He's looking up. He's messing with it, and he's looking up. You know so, what I mean? As yeah, I, don't, I don't
1: know. That's, and then
2: eventually he gets I'm he not gets giving,
1: to, like saying that this is exactly what happens, so just so you guys are aware. I th- no. What I think could possibly have happened, and if this kid was a casualty after this, which we can't show it clearly, then the one behind him as well, I mean.
2: So question question number one. Question number one. Where the hell are these kids' parents that let them on the street?
1: Well, they're raised so, a little different than here in the states. Yeah, you or can or raise them a
2: little also, different than here in the states, but understanding that that gunfire, those sustained firefights that are going on in the area, they can be heard. Those oh, parents know yeah, that's no, going yeah, no on. Yeah, no doubt. Any self-respecting parent would not let their kid go out on the street and do this crap near near Israelis, especially especially if you believe they're just going to commit genocide, right? So that's question number one. Question number two: Look at them; they're all dressed in black, which is weird.
1: Well, the black we'll, thing, yeah, that's a little strange.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll call that maybe weird.
1: maybe it's coincidence.
2: And, and then we'll go point number three, those kids 100% were coming from around that corner going back in the direction w- which they now are. No, I, I see it's that. It's pretty and apparent they're, and they're looking that they're backwards, moving in that way and they're looking over their shoulder yeah. to see what's going on. Now, the thing is that if he was a forward observer, let's say he was reporting enemy locations, that does, or if he was reporting IDF locations or IOF locations, that does make him an enemy combatant whether people like it or not. If he's operating in a military capacity, it makes him an enemy combatant, number one. Number two... It very well could be, like you said, some sort of explosive device that he's lighting inside of his hand in order to prep and throw at Israeli forces, or or it could be a cell phone or a radio that he's about to detonate an ID with.
1: That's also very true. It could be, could be that. It that could, him
2: peeking around the corner it yeah, could be him could making be sure the Israelis were in we'll position. to a lot of people don't know that. a lot of Maybe. possibilities that are taking place in this, and I'm bringing this up. I want to talk about this because the Internet's losing its mind over it without having actual knowledge of how these people operate and what's going down. And if you apply a little bit of common sense to it, those kids should never be there. They shouldn't be there. They should be inside their homes. It's unfortunate that the war was brought into their street, but they should remain in their homes.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the, the war was brought to the street because of the people they allowed to be around them. Legitimately. Sure. I mean, but if I don't want to be a combatant, just stay inside.
2: I don't want to be confused for a combatant. I'm going to hang out in my home. If they come to my home, okay, you know, we'll figure that out from there. See, that,
1: that's the other thing. is like whenever we actually did have any tick kick off and there was. Like, I, I distinctly remember women and children leaving the areas. Correct. Like I, I, there was one in, in Ferryab that was really hellacious, and I had like three rounds left after like two and a half, three hours of fighting. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember getting to the top of the hill, looking down, and watching every single woman and children, child leaving. Moving li- out of the village. Moving, moving out of they the village. They literally completely. go out and
2: just sit down. They just
1: want to get out of there because they know what's about to happen. And of course, Kicked off, I actually just got legitimate goosebumps, kicked off one of the largest firefights of my life, and they were off in the hills. They knew it was gonna happen. So yeah, I don't know. It's just we look at it just differently because we have like right. I, I would say like actual real like not not this. Well, it is actually the same type of in people you're fighting. I mean, we're talking about terrorist organizations that mindset this is how they fight. This is they're very, very right. intelligent. A lot of people need to give them the terrorists. I always make this joke, and I've made this joke a couple times to people. I've killed men with bigger balls than you, and I say mm-hmm. that like being really true, brutally like, honest. It's, it's really honest. Like these guys, they have huge testes, huge, and they're really intelligent. And sometimes here in America, we're just not like that. Like I, no. I've literally joked and made, dude, I've killed guys with bigger balls than you. Like this is kind of funny, and it's true. Like they have huge testes, and they they push the limits and. You know, these kids are young. When I was their age, I don't know how old this kid is. I can't really tell Um, Uh, if he's
2: under the age of. I want to say one of them was eight and one of them was fourteen.
1: Okay, so eight is is crazy young. That's a young. That's it's literally my daughter's age. But fourteen is when a boy. That's when you're doing like some really wild. Like Mm -hmm. you're kind of in that stage of you don't understand what life really is. I believe that
2: one is the older one. That's right up front, and then the um, younger ones in the back.
1: It's unfortunate that happens, but and they were born in this kind of situation because it really is terrible. But right. It's just, you are what you're brought up around, I guess, is the best way to put it. I don't, I don't, unfortunately.
2: Totally agree. So, So, yeah, I don't think it's early enough to sit here and say, yeah, 100%, this is Israel committing genocide. I can't rule it out either, but at the same time, when you start applying common sense to the situation, the facts are starting to add up that,
1: we're just looking at it from a different point of view because we've right. been in the position of the Israeli soldier who made the shot. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened. What was a precursor to this happening? They can launch a massive investigation if they would like to. If there was a mega firefight going on, it was house-to-house clearing, and then this kid pops up out of nowhere, and he's got a cell phone, in their uh, TRPs, no, not TRPs, excuse me, their um, um, TTPs. Uh, TTPs were lay them out if they have a phone because they're going to say, like, it is right. what it is. You know, I don't... CRPs right. is coupled not with other about.
2: information, right? So yeah. when you look at the totality to of it, and everything it going a, on, you have to look at it from a whole. Yeah, as a whole. And I think when you look at the situation as a whole, they were definitely up to no good. Now I don't blame the kids. No, I I, I still believe that in their heart, just like you know, you can you can look at original sin, right? Like I don't blame the kids; they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I blame it's the parents in that situation.
1: Very unfortunate, but okay. Well, anyway.
2: All right. So moving on, Houthi weapons depot in Yemen was targeted due to an airstrike.
1: It's unconfirmed.
2: Yeah. It was reported. And we actually have a news clip uh, showing some of this going off as well.
1: I, I mean, I, it's it's about as confirmed as it possibly could get. Now, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that it's an airstrike, but it could also have been something that set off on the inside by itself. I well, that's be, what I they have no idea. Yeah, Unless I mean, they actually heard something I've got a news report on of. it
2: where the guy is claiming, he, he states what the Houthi said about what's happening, but it looks like an airstrike on a munitions depot did take place because the, the Houthi's explanation of it is hilarious. Uh, do you have do
1: you actually have the Houthis ones? Y- yep, yep, yep. Because I mean, I I'd, I'd like to know what the Houthis had to say. I mean, I I know that we're
2: <laughs> let me make sure yeah. I got it here.
1: I just want to talk to you guys about the Houthis just for a second while he's pulling this up. The Houthis are a a a fairly decent criminal terrorist organization that pretty much owns Yemen. Let's just be honest; that's pretty much all it is. Yep. Oh, this was it right here. Oh, yep. That was quick.
0: Yep. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so, you're good. Yeah, go ahead and rip it media outlets close to the Iranian Bakhtuthis, claiming of an explosion in the uh, uh, Mount Atara area, uh, just in the southwestern part of uh, Sanaa, the capital. Now, uh, uh, initially it wasn't clear what the cause of the explosion was, but uh, according to those same uh, Houthi sources, saying that this was an explosion of old uh, munitions belonging to the uh, Saudi coalition, and that they exploded in the vicinity of dry wood, and that caused the the images of uh, fire and smoke. all right,
1: what do we have coming I think up it was here? It's just next? a matter
2: of time before that happened to the Houthis. To yeah, yeah, yeah. 100 percent. Oh, yeah,
1: yep. I'm actually kind of shocked. Hey, you know, you know what's actually been going on? I want to let you guys know. We're entering a new realm of tyranny. Yes, our three-letter agencies. That were once symbols of protection and order seem to have been weaponized against us, the American people. To give you guys the idea of gravity, the situation. Consider this: the IRS has amassed an arsenal of 4,500 guns, five million rounds, 621 shotguns, 539 sniper rifles, and 15 submachine guns. Now, the Department of Affairs. This one, uh, the Veteran Affairs, that is, is kind of strange to me, but they, they're tasked with assisting our veterans, as you guys do know, and they apparently have acquired 11 million rounds of ammunition. U.S. Postal Service, the agency, of course, that delivers our mail, has a tactical team. The number of non-DOD federal employees with firearms, which includes agencies like the IRS, is now, well, it's surpassed 200,000, which is more than the Marine Corps which has, I think, 186,000 members. Pretty nuts right there, right? Now, if your government does not use deadly force on people raiding inside of your country, they don't defend those borders, but they'll use deadly force to collect your taxes, to enforce your unconstitutional laws the traitors have taken over inside of your country. Taking control of your government is now what we'd call tyranny, right? This is basically an undeclared martial law. Now, let me tell you guys about NMN. This isn't any like just random supplement. All right, guys, it is a game changer. A recent Harvard study, which you guys can now check out, I'll link it down below for you guys, showed that NMN had reduced weight cholesterol and even blood pressure in overweight adults this thing has been dubbed the limitless pill and can take 10 to 20 years off your life it's like the fountain of youth in a bottle but the fda they said they're trying to keep it away from us because I don't know. The healthy strong population is hard to control it's times like these we need to be vigilant we need to be prepared and most importantly we need to take control of our health because if we don't they will so arm yourself with knowledge talk about nmn and show that we will not be silenced and subdued i don't promote many people but they're generally they're guys out of respect they're fighters standing up for what is right i asked them if they could offer guys a special deal for tonight and especially uh, like we're going to be diving deep into the topics they agreed on an amazing 25 percent off for 48 hours guys 25 percent off this is not cheap so take advantage of it, you guys if I Can. Get a great opportunity to stock up. I wanted my followers to have a chance to get their hands on NMN before any potential restrictions can come into play. Black Force Supplements is ready to fight for this. They want to ensure that people have access to NMN. So I urge you, go check them out. The link is very top of the description. If you guys want to check out the stuff I'm talking about? I will have a link for that as well. But go check them out. They're linked to our description, guys. Save 25% off right now for the next 48 hours. Now the European Union has commissioned what it says to be. 480,000 artillery shells are going to be going over to Ukraine. They've been delivered or on their way. 480,000 shells, which I actually wanted to bring this up because I was going to ask you, how many rounds is that per day? I don't even know what Ukraine is For shooting. For
2: Ukraine, between right now. six to 8,000 rounds a day. So let's just call it 8,000 on the high end. What would you say? 480,000 480, 480, yeah. divided by 8,000. 60 days.
1: Two months worth of shells. So they're getting two months worth of shells. That's coming from the European Union. So way to go, EU! You've done big things in your life. Sent over two months worth of shells over to Ukraine, which is it's a pretty big deal. It's actually
2: kind of weird that I rounded up to that number and that it ends up being sixty days. It's like somebody else estimated with the same number.
1: Yeah. All right, so we got some stuff happening here in the southern portion of the country. You want to go ahead and get after it with the old Ukraine?
2: Yeah. So, uh, Russian air defense equipment was recently destroyed. The Buk M2 has been eliminated today, and its position is almost 50 kilometers behind the lines and near the coast of the Black Sea. Get it. Get
1: it. Tree line. Shocker. Look at this tree line. Always in the tree Well, Look at uh, that. Where else are we going to go?
0: that's
2: that's incredible <laughs> I, love, I love the music to uh, me, so. there we go there's where it's located yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man god that makes me smile well These there you I... go here's some more russian say tv so, though russian i haven't propaganda. watched this by the way i have no idea what oh you, you haven't watched nah, it dude it's russian, russian this. propaganda it's, yeah, it's to be my good. favorite let's go ahead and get it come on i can't do it i gotta script through it today it became known that the finnish authorities are pulling troops to the borders of Russia along with naval exercises in the Gulf of Finland with the participation of 30 NATO warships and more than 4,000 personnel. The maneuvers are called cold winds. This is the first exercise under the leadership of Finland as a NATO member. The goal is to implement some kind of naval blockade in the Baltic Sea. This integration of Finland into the NATO narrative begs The question, what do the Finns want to achieve? A direct war with Russia. The Poles are sending the Finns some kind of military advisors who will provide advanced knowledge on border protection. And that's not all. Finnish authorities are expected to send an official request to Poland in the near future, which will specify what kind of assistance they need. So it is quite likely that the mission will not be limited to advisors. Thoughts?
1: I don't really have much thoughts on this one to be completely truthful with you this is not really something that i'm like i i don't know if they're just like s- reaching here
2: mm-hmm. yeah 100 like, <laughs>
1: i'm sorry 100 you gotta I, like
2: there's not much it looks like a military exercise to me
1: yeah I, uh, which happens all the time. I think it just sounds like they're reaching just a little bit but i could be i could be an idiot i mean i kind of want to look it up now because I, I definitely did not believe like
2: Anything that comes out of them,
1: yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. I just don't know how. So that it's.
2: Could... I mean, it's Finland leading a NATO exercise.
1: Yeah, pretty crazy guys. So and, and
2: they're going to set up a NATO blockade inside the Black Sea.
1: But we, we do actually have another Russian thing that's kind of funny because it did get hit with community notes as actually being Russian propaganda. Oh yeah, I got that. We, can you actually, no, yeah, they put it out all the time. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's actually pretty ridiculous. pretty pretty solid, and they actually I guess community notes here. Actually kind of got them. Yeah, let's let's actually go to that one. Yeah, this one right here. So apparently they put an MSNBC. So just to give you guys like an idea, we're going to play it. But they put an MSNBC logo actually over the top of it to make it seem like it was. But it was actually never recorded and not even part of NBC's website. MSNBC, that is. And it's apparently a fake which has now been generated by Russian propaganda purposes only. So it's pretty interesting. So I'm going to play it for you guys because the average American probably looked at this. Wow, this guy, Danny, He's he's... He's I like him it. as an actor too. No, he's great. But they're like, man, this guy's full of it. Danny refused to cooperate with the U.S. Office of the President of Ukraine. During a podcast for TMZ Live, the actor's manager talked about his communication with President Zelensky's office. In March of 2023, Danny was invited to Kiv by representatives of head of office of President of Ukraine. Apparently, it was part of the general PR campaign to support Zelensky. He had clarified now, his manager, the actors, said that he refused to go due to the strange demands made by the Ukrainian side. They agreed in Danny terms of $100,000 in representation expenses. But the people in the president's office asked for $150,000 to be spelled out in the contract going to Zelensky's office. According to the manager, $50,000 was actually returned in cash by the representatives. It's only natural that Danny refused. If it weren't even $1, he would never agree to do such a thing. Danny knows what prison is like. Actually, it's pretty cool. TMZ editor, this is apparently what he suggested, that the Ukrainian prison office made about $700,000 off it. Sean Penn, Indigently, Stiller, all these guys going inside of Bloom, apparently they're stating that Ukraine and Zelensky is actually making money off these guys coming, which is kind of strange. Off the to actors me. going into Ukraine, it, which doesn't really make any sense. The no. actors going into the Ukraine, these guys make so much money, they don't.
2: They don't need. They don't like, need it. Why would they want yeah. to? it? and if they wanted to, they just donate money. They would never partake in a random thing that would ruin them for the rest of their lives. That doesn't make any sense. Like, up in you really think corruption. Ben
1: Stiller cares about a half a million dollars? Let's be real. No, I mean he might actually care about his half. a million I'm sure he, he like, cares about
2: his half a million. But million I'm talking dollars, about
1: like, him losing, like having to pay Zelensky a half a million. No, bucks, he would and, never do that. He'd be like, he doesn't need it i don't know <laughs> he's like i'm gonna go make another
2: meet the parents movie yeah like, you know, i don't to be i'll meet the foggers meet the meet the foggers well he did meet the parents and then meet the foggers did he
1: do meet the foggers yeah. was it him on meet the foggers it was yeah
2: yeah his name's Gaylord Focker. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that was hilarious i i have titties can you milk me? Is that what he's out of us? Yeah, yeah. I have nipples, Greg. Can, <laughs> you, milk nipples Greg. Yeah. Can you milk me? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying.
2: He would just go make another stupid ass movie and he'd be done. And that wasn't a stupid movie. It was a good movie. It was a good movie, yeah. yeah it was just, a good movie. I
1: just it's, it's funny how this actually happens, and we talked about Russian disinformation or Russian anything like that. And I got I found one randomly today, just for you guys. So Yeah.
2: Hey, yeah. And it's all over the damn place. And I tried like, I tried, and tried reading
1: it. It was a little tough.
2: Yeah. Russia's Supreme Court designated the international LGBT movement. As extremist organization and its activities within the country.
1: Well, it's not super shocking. Uh, they're also really tied in with Hamas. So I would assume both those probably go hand in hand right here. Yep, but right. Don't, but don't but you like already? a lot of
2: people don't know how hard it is to be gay and live in Russia. Like you get, have you seen videos of this crap?
1: Well, like
2: we could, we could pull it up no. and I could show you men walking down the street in Russia that just get the crap beat out of them for being gay. Well, it's you, like yeah. you took a step back in time to like the forties here. You know what I mean? Or maybe it was... I don't know. I don't remember when all that crap was going, down, was, was, was going down, but it was going down for a while. Like I remember when same. I was a kid, there was some guy that got like, like beaten and like stuck to a fence because he was gay, and that's when all this stuff really kicked off.
1: You know, I don't remember that, to be honest with you. I guess I just didn't really worry too much about the
0: gay thing.
2: But yeah, no, it's a huge problem. As a matter of fact, over on the West Coast, uh, if you guys are listening over from the West Coast, you likely have like a lot of Russians over there. If you go talk to them and figure out a couple things about them, um, a lot of those folks are actually gay and they left Russia because of stuff like this. So now you know, super super intriguing.
1: Oh China. oh yo yeah, no, there's one more thing on Russia. We got to go. Or, or Russia, the 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 mapping. There's actually a little bit of a mapping thing I had actually sent you, which I'm pretty excited to share. Right there, I just saw it.
2: Oh yeah, I looked into this. Yep, okay. Oh yeah, no, they were making some serious advancements over there. How big? I mean, we're talking millimeters, if not millimeters? if not entire feet. So. This is down around Kyrgyzstan, where Ukraine has been attempting to make river crossings for quite some time now. It might seem like they're making huge advancements. Let's take a look at what some of those advancements actually look like, shall we? gonna have to zoom way in down here on the map this map is courtesy of isw and it does show that ukraine has been crossing the river several times as a matter of fact um you know for several weeks now you can find uh videos of ukrainian troops that are in some of these villages after they've crossed the bank but the problem is that they get kicked out of them right afterwards right so they're having problems holding the terrain once they cross it and they get over there now these villages i found great videos of them um from drone shots hovering over above and what they actually look like is nothing more than destroyed buildings it kind of looks like uh uh, not Verbova's other town over there, Robotnia. Remember how Robotnia looked? Yeah. That's pretty much what these places look like that Ukraine's fighting over right now. Now, the issue, if you look over the screen, if Ukraine actually does go in and they're able to hold this terrain, um, with where the war is currently sitting, I really don't think Ukraine's going to be able to hold onto those as part of Ukrainian territory unless they push the Russians back probably like 40 or 50 miles. Right, they're going to have to establish a pretty good front because they're going to need a little bit of buffer space in between those in order to hold on to him. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, I get you.
2: Uh, otherwise, they're going to have to have bridgeheads going to every single one of these tiny little sections. You know, they got to be able to capture a lot of that terrain and the roads and supply routes and everything going in and out of there. So,
1: so you are you confident that this is not going to take place anytime soon, or do you feel pretty confident that you could say? the Russians are going to get their teeth kicked in in the southern portion of Ukraine, and within the next two weeks, we should see all of Ukraine take it back.
2: I don't see Russia getting their teeth kicked in on the cure to ask. I don't no idea. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. Okay. All right, so, if you don't want to take my word for it, let's go over here and check out ISW. All right? ISW puts out very detailed reports on a lot of different things, and as far as you know, Ukraine getting a lot of territory and, and whooping butt along the front line. When we go and we look into this, that's not what we get every time we go over and we start checking some of these reports out. and We go into it, so right up front, the first thing that they have normally it's like the big headlines of what's going on. The big headline is that Russia has uh, failed to establish a cohesive command structure among forces defending the Kherson Oblast. Okay, uh, again, nothing significant as far as terrain goes uh grouping forces increasingly compromised of uh desperate elements of recently transitioned and degraded units. Again, all things that point towards Russian forces being a little bit diminished, but nothing that's actually you know, really extensive, if you will. Yeah. We're talking about Stormorsk like months ago. Nothing. No changes. Nothing at all.
1: I don't really have anything to say about it. I'm just kind of here. I just want to make sure people are getting all the up-to-date, correct information they possibly can about Ukraine. Like it's it's stalled out, guys.
2: It's, it's stalled it out. So,
1: all right, so let's move on to the next one. We got this big piece on China that I think is pretty interesting as well. This one right here. Um, this is this is. I haven't
0: watched it all the way through. I'm kind of like on China's. Side. Yeah, go ahead and run. it. I, I, mean, I
2: watched the f- like first minute or so of it, and it is, is pretty interesting. Is it, it has to do. With, yeah, it has to do with uh, the Chinese military buildup moving towards Taiwan.
0: Okay southeastern coastline facing Taiwan is the Hui'an military airbase. Since 2020, the airbase has been significantly upgraded, with new hardened shelters, an extended runway, and a new apron for jet fighters. Hui'an is just one of at least a dozen Chinese airbases in southern China that have seen infrastructure upgrades in recent years. Defence analysts say these changes are part of China's preparations for conflicts over Taiwan, the self-governing island that Beijing claims and has pledged to take by force if necessary. Here's how China has been upgrading its air bases to strengthen its military capabilities and what challenges that poses for Taiwan and its allies in the event of a conflict. The Wall Street Journal asked security analysts to study satellite imagery of over a dozen airbases within 500 miles of Taiwan. Alex Neal is a former defense analyst for the British government and specializes in Asia-Pacific security.
3: The modernization uh, and the upgrades of these airbases um, has has been specifically focused on the ability to move air assets to the guys here airfields real on top? which are close to I the I think so.
0: Of, of battle. I got a and feeling it's bi- a lot like mine where it's reports, just thinning so we cross it up. Warned China's recent construction at airfields along the coastline is designed to seize air superiority in the event of war across the Taiwan Strait.
2: Well right Could I would do make- that.
0: China's Air Force has been expanding its bases to accommodate a wide range of military aircraft ready for different types of combat. These upgrades can be seen in the Longtian Airfield, one of China's closest bases to Taiwan.
3: Longtian Airfield is quite a special example of the PLA's modernization because it not only has an array of helicopters and fighter jets, at one end of the airfield you can make out camouflaged, hardened shelters, which are housing UAVs. So large drones, which can be in the air, reconnoitering the battle space.
0: China has developed supersonic drones, such as the WZ-8, which capable is pretty badass. of penetrating deep behind enemy radar systems. A leaked paper from the Pentagon suggests the WZ-8 drone is based here at the Luan Air Base and satellite imagery shows significant upgrades have taken place in recent years. The leaked papers suggest the upgraded bases on China's southern coast would operate as potential landing fields for the drone during reconnaissance missions over Taiwan.
2: Yeah, you know, the thing is, though, I have, like, the feeling that Russia's got all the intel, or not Russia, I'm sorry, China's got all the intel they need over on Taiwan. You know, like, they're so close to them, they've got to have been gathering it for a very, very long time. Very, very long time. And anything updated that those drones are going to get, I mean, that's, that's all fine and dandy. Really, I think the big takeaway from that isn't so much the drones the and whatnot, but the fact that they now have the ability to project themselves um, over on Taiwan from, from their homeland, which is scary. I, I,
1: I, I, China, I didn't realize I built that many air bases in the last few years just on that, yeah. that portion of the country. Oh, that. It's
2: the, it's the up, upscale or improvement, upfitting of the air bases to accommodate for all these military yeah. operations. Which is absolutely scary. I said, I, well, dude, when this conflict first kicked off and people were like, what are the possibilities of a world war? It's here. If the United States gets tied down inside Israel or with this Russia conflict and everything else, China's gonna enter the show. Yeah, But they're gonna do it minding their own business and staying on their own, just to go take terrain they've been wanting for a while.
0: China has been working on the so-called survivability of its air assets in the face of a retaliatory strike by hardening the bunkers where aircraft are stored with layers of reinforced concrete and steel. If we look at a close-up of this airfield
3: here, you can see hardened shelters in in this area. So aircraft on the apron would be able to advance quite quickly into these hardened shelters to refuel them, to arm
0: them. The purpose of hardening shelters is to ensure aircraft can survive direct strikes on an airbase allowing jet fighters to keep flying once a conflict has started.
3: If there were an immediate threat to the airfield itself through missiles launched at sea, or indeed Taiwanese or US aircraft, it would be to be able to withstand a preemptive strike or to have a second strike capability.
0: A number of the air bases, like Anqing, also have runways with direct access to mountain bunkers.
3: Under this mountain, There will be munition storage facilities as well as fuel and potentially accommodation uh, for military personnel uh, sheltering during uh, an attack on, on the airfield.
0: The satellite images show work has been undertaken to harden the entrances to these bunkers, replacing exposed entrances with what appear to be reinforced structures topped with a camouflage layer. Analysts say these changes are part of China's preparations to maintain its air force in the event of a conflict. The Chinese military is also enhancing the survivability of its air bases by constructing new air defense units.
3: If you look at this, you can see this cog-type configuration, which has a perimeter fence, its own accommodation, hardened sheds for the missile batteries and radar capabilities which would rapidly deploy onto this
0: COG to provide air defence. Surface-to-air defence systems are designed to protect ground positions from air attacks. These systems are capable of protecting airfields from multiple threats, including high-altitude bombers.
3: So these air defence facilities are not just for the airfield, but they're, more, more broadly speaking, a joined-up chain
0: of, of air defence China's Ministry of Defense didn't respond to a request for comments on the recent upgrades of airbases. You don't air say. US officials say China's military is rapidly catching up to Western air forces.
3: It's clear that there's been a saturation of this whole area with air bases. Fighting. The United States and its allies are also needing to use their own geographical reach in order to counter this saturation.
0: If China were to invade Taiwan, Beijing knows it could spark a wider conflict in the region. There's no doubt,
3: as demonstrated by the hardening um, of these bases, that the PLA military leadership is aware that um, they will be big targets for the United States and and Taiwanese forces if there were to be a cross-strait invasion.
2: Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, you don't you don't get to invade other countries like that without having some kickback. Look at that, though. It's quite literally right across the water of Taiwan, and that's where they're building all these bases set up.
1: I I don't know. I, I wanted to throw this in there because I thought it was kind of. It, it, I, want, I want to make sure that we're we're touching everything and not just focusing on one specific specific event because I think. We put everything and tied in as one. I mean, the world as a whole is in a pretty bad spot right now. which just mm-hmm. true. It really is. You got Russia, Ukraine, Israel fighting off uh, terrorists, and you have China having to deal with, or excuse me, Taiwan having to deal with China, and we're just pretty much meddling in all of it.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yep, we are. We, I personally, I think that we need to mind our own business and take care of ourselves for a while, as long as it's not going to affect us in any way, shape, or form. You know, like put America's interests first and call it a day.
1: Well, thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. I, I go check out the sponsors' video; There'll be linked in the top of the description. I do love you. We'll catch you guys tomorrow with another episode. We're gonna, yeah, back to cooking with some episodes. Do love you guys. We're out.